Blog Talk Radio. I can hear you. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. It's early, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you're on, you're on the West Coast, right? Yeah, I'm on the West Coast. So, uh, I was like, ooh, 830. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I appreciate <laughs> you, man, for, um, take, I mean, for getting up that early, man, to talk with us, man. We, we, we appreciate it, man. Oh, for sure, man. Like, it's it's always a blessing to even, you know, be pressed on the show and like, you know, it's just exciting that people actually care. So <laughs> well, thank yeah, you. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So I mean before we talk about um uh, your amazing role on um on the offshores, man, talk uh, tell us a little bit about man, um how this uh, amazing journey, man, with you with this what your um your acting, man, how this all started out for you, man. Um, well, I was born and raised in South Carolina, um, and I would, like, my parents would have me in plays and stuff, uh, early on, like, so I started acting in, like, third grade, just doing, like, stage plays and stuff like that, and, um, I, I kind of, through, uh, like, fifth, sixth, seventh, I was doing drama club, and by the time I got to high school, it was no longer popular, so I was like, no, nah, I'm not, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so I stopped acting to play football, um, which I hated it. I hated it so much. Uh, but it made me, it, it, it was like what the cool kids do, you know what I mean? Like, you don't act, you don't be in, like, production, you, you play sports in the South. And so I did that, I suffered through that or whatever, and I told myself when I graduated, because um, my mom um, had moved to, my senior year, my mom had moved to Virginia with my brother, who was in the, in the military. And so I was like, I'm going to go to Virginia with them. I'm going to go to Norfolk State, and I'm going to, like, pursue my acting dreams again because, like, no one knows me in the city or whatever. So I did exactly that. I went to, um, I went to Virginia, and um, I got into every local theater play I can do. I got into every web series, everything. So I kind of, like, you know, honed my craft out there and did a lot of studying, um, and then, um, I, you know, I did all I could do in VA, and then I was married at the time. So my ex-wife, she got a she got a job offer in LA, uh, for LAX, and it just I was 23, I was married, I had three kids, and I was like, look, I don't got nothing to lose. And I I, I, I we moved to LA, and um, I did the same grind that I did in Virginia. I was like, I I. I found out about this producer, that director, whoever, you know, and, and did as many auditions as I can. And after so many no's, you finally get a good yes, and I got a good yes. <laughs> the short answer to a to a 15-year uh, story. Oh, absolutely, man. Um, I, it, it, it's funny you say um, drama club. I, I remember when I was in elementary school, um, I joined the drama club, and uh, yeah. I have not heard, I have not heard anyone 
Since I just haven't doing radio or anyone said anything about drama stuff, so it's cool that just said that. I, I don't know if it still exists to this day anymore, but I remember joining, you know, because um, I always wanted to do, um, you know, the the TV and some things. So um, I remember I joined a yeah. while ago. And I, I, I honestly, I was actually, uh, I was actually just able to be honest. And um, it made me feel bad, but. You know, you know the drama club teacher. She gives those words of encouragement. You know, and you just like, you know what? I want to do this. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it was it was super important in my um in my acting career too because I I still remember my teacher. It was my fifth grade teacher. Her name was Mrs. Jordan, and like she pushed me to you know to to be in drama club and to you know be the lead in this. So she saw something in me pretty much that I didn't see in myself. Obviously, you know, at that time. And it's funny because I just recently connected, reconnected with her on Facebook. So, it, you know, she pretty much was telling me to see, you know, me me be where I am now. And, you know, she saw this when I was 10, 11 years old. She's like, it's just fascinating to watch. And so um, I always go back and thank her because it, it was because of her. Because my parents didn't really know, I mean, they didn't know much about acting. Like in, in South Carolina, you don't. You know, people don't – It's the way out is like sports or, you know, college or however, you know. Um, and so I always think of, you know, helping to plant that seed in, in a drama club and uh, seeing something in me. So Absolutely. that was a wow. big so, part wow. so, sure. I mean, That is amazing. I mean, so she has to be like in her 80s now, right? I'm joking. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, <laughs> not, not. She's. I don't know. She, she has to be like. I think it's sixty though. I think she's like late. She's like. She's like close to my mom's age. <laughs> so, I that old. <laughs> no, man. I, that's good. I say that because when I um. When I, when I took my uh, took my nephew to school one um, actually this past summer this past school semester and I I couldn't believe my fourth grade teacher was still teaching I'm like she's still around and all she right no it is it is crazy right like I, you know what it is and I think that when we're younger we don't we feel like our teachers are like so much older um, right so I think you know what I mean so like you ten years old your teacher is probably twenty eight. So in your mind, you're, but in your mind, like that's old, you know. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think she was like she was a younger teacher too, for sure. Uh, but that that is that is weird when you go back and you see them still doing the same thing, same curriculum. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Um, you so so tell us, man. Um, how did you? Uh, Get this role, man, with with the options, man. How'd you land this role, man, Bernard, man? Um, you know, just like you know, in LA, you you get a manager, you get an agent, they send you auditions, uh, and in the beginning, you just like, look, I just need to be on, like, I need to get on something. So every audition they send you, you do it, you know, and you send the tape in, or well, nowadays it's tape. Back then, pre-pandemic, it was like you actually go in the room. So I got an audition, just like. Any other one, I saw that it said Netflix, Wanda Sykes, Mike Epps. So, um, obviously, I was a little bit more excited about this one because, I mean, you, you, you get show auditions, but, like, like that's a huge show. When, we, when you got Kim, Mike, and Wanda, like, that's a big deal, you know? So, 
Um, so, I was really hyped, you know, but I, my process was still the same. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to do, I'm going to give it all I got, <laughs> I'm going to have fun with it, and I'm going to let it go in the room. And um, I studied, I made sure, like, I was super present with it, and uh, I understood what was going on. I understood that it was a comedy, I understood it was a sitcom, so, like, my style of acting had to be a little bit different than if it was, like, a single cam drama or something. So I did that. I go in the room. Um, uh, I do my audition, and I, le- I left it there. I was like, look, if it's for me, it's for me. But I still had this feeling of, like, man, this this might be the one, because I feel really good about this one. Uh, and Kim Coleman, who's the casting director, she just, um, I don't know, she just looked at me different when uh, I finished it, and she was like, mm, you know, and so I, I kind of, I was like, all right, I, I'm at least going to get a call back. And then a day later, I got a call back. Um, I think I went in on a Monday for my first audition. I got a call back for that Thursday. And um, I go, and it's like four other Bernards in there. <laughs> and uh, it's easy to, like, prep yourself when it's just you. You're like, right, if I get a call back, I'm in there. But then when you see a competition, you have to refocus. So I walk in there. I'm like, all right, uh, I'm still the one, I'm the one or whatever, but you know, it's it's four different four different people. And so I stay focused, went in the room, did the same exact thing I did the first time, but this time it was different because Mike and Wanda was actually in the room. Um, but I kinda blocked them out. Uh well I, I couldn't block Mike out because I was reading with Mike. Uh and uh but everybody else in the room it was like six people in the room. I just kinda like I was laser focused with Mike. Um uh, again I understood what was going on. Um, I, I gave them different options or whatever, and I felt really good about the audition. Um, and I knew once I left that, like, all right, all right this is mine. Like, I, you could just feel the energy in the room, and it just felt right. Um, and then the rest is history, and now I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge, too, so I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, your 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 character, man. Um, how how do you um the, this role that you play? Um, how do you feel about the role, man? And um, how how did you put yourself up to do it? And you um, you, it came out through I believe during um you know Pride or whatever the case may be. Um, how do you feel about this role, man? How do you feel about open doors for others who want to play this particular role? Um, I feel I feel great about it, man. I feel like. I feel like, uh, for one, I'm a storyteller, and I feel like everyone's story deserves to be told. Everyone deserves to feel seen and heard and, and valid. And um, and I feel like it was just time, you know. Like it's like if I'm if I'm if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna I want to help heal people. I want to help change lives, you know. And with Bernard, I really get the opportunity to do that because I do feel like. Uh, male, uh, I feel like masculine presenting gay men are underrepresented, um, and so in the in the way I I play Bernard, he's very masculine presenting. He's very, he's very much uh, a man who just happens to be gay, you know. And on our show, we we normalize that. Like, yeah, we made a a, a journey about it in the beginning, where like oh him coming out and like you know all these things, but we didn't make it traumatic. Like we wanted to, where well, the writers really wanted to to uh, normalize it and like, okay, so you're gay. All right, moving on. That's kind of how we, that's kind of how they, they, that played out. And then now, you know, fast forward, you get to see him just live his life. And it's like, they make jokes about it every now and then. Um, but 
they make jokes about it because they make jokes about everybody because it's a comedy. It's not about like you know making his sexuality the butt of the joke. It's about like we have to make people laugh because that's what we do. So I felt very honored. Um, I felt very honored to to play the role. I, I was obviously very nervous because uh, of the nature of the role, only because I uh, I understand um, like I'm from the south, you know what I mean, and so <laughs> it, it, it's always the like. Oh my God! Can't believe you played this role. Can't believe you know all these things. People who are not as who are not there yet, and it's like it's fine. I I feel like it's a perfect role to help people who are not there yet be, or on the perfect show because it's a it's a it's an all black cast. It's uh you know and our audience is predominantly black, and it it's love or hate Bernard sparks conversation. You know what I mean? Um, I, I saw on Twitter the other day, like, oh, I love the upsells, but, like, this gay stuff stopped me from da-da-da. But you saw it, and that's important. As long as you saw it, right, you know, and, and it sparked conversation because you wanted to tweet about it. So then, like, it, it, you know, it's changing something. And if I could be a part of that change, then I'm honored, you know. Uh, I, I am honored to be a part of it because it, it, it is changing. Um, and, and I think it, it's changing the way that, people view black men like black men don't have to just be this you know what i mean black men have so many layers uh and elements to them and i feel like bernard is just another um just another one of those and people can view uh gay black men a little bit differently now you know um so again i i was i am and still i was and still am honored to just continue to play this role to continue to break down these barriers because the amount of DMs I get for like, yo, thank you for this. Thank you for, you know, now I feel seen. I'm able to tell my mom, like, that's what this is about. You know, at the end of the day, what, <laughs> what are we doing this for? If we can't um, shine a light or if we can't uh, heal people, you know? So I feel super fulfilled doing this, you know? Um, it's, it's me living my dreams, but I didn't think that me living my dreams was, were going to, was going to save someone's life, you know. So that it was, I was blown away by that. Absolutely. So um, I think I, I'm, I hope I'm glad I that you question. know. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're good. Um, I, I'm glad that you, um, you know, you did the role. Um, I the thing, how's it like to? Uh, to work with people such as, like, you know, the Kim Fields and, you know, Wanda and, you know, Mike? Um, it's <laughs> exactly what you think it feels like. That's what it feels like. It's, it feels like, wow, this this guy came from, like, no one knew of him, and then they inserted him on this show with icons, you know? Like, that must feel surreal because that that's really what it feels like. It feels like sometimes, I mean, sometimes, obviously when when I'm working, I, I don't see that this is Wanda Sykes. I have my moments where I'm like, oh, shit. Like, oh, my bad. That's how I curse. <laughs> I have my moments where I'm like, oh, this is – I'm working with Wanda Sykes and then D. Kim Fields and then, like, Mike – you know what I mean? So I do have those moments. Um, but um, I feel like they're such hard workers. Like, when we're in that space – we understand that we're doing the upshots and we got to make this good. We got it like we we're working, you know. Um, but I, I feel so blessed and um, just uh, blown away by the fact that 
I have three people, you know, like at the helm of this show that is really uh, paving the way for me. So like it, they, they, like I said on, you know, on Wendy's show, they kind of took us and, and they guided us and they kind of like introduced us to the world um, because it's one thing to get a show, but it's another show, thing to get a show with three legends on your show. You know what I mean? Leading your show. And so it makes it a little bit, it makes the transition a little bit easier um, in a way. Uh, it makes it a little bit like Kim and I are really close. Uh, Kim is like my mom, my sister, my close friend, like all the things. Um, oh, and so she has really taught me a lot of, a lot of things, you know, um, you know, at work, um, outside of work, like she's really, you know, she's really been my rock in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, I feel very, again, I feel very blessed to be able to be in a space where I can work with them. I, I, I can learn from them. Um, and I see a glimpse of what the future could be. So I'm always inspired. Absolutely. Um, back, as soon as, I mean, back to your role for a second. Um, but prior to uh, you know your dad played school was played by Mike Epps. Um, prior to him learning, you know, about your your, your sexuality, um, you are. I mean, I, I guess um, coming up, you know, based on the show that you know he wasn't a very good father um, to you. You know, when you were coming up. So um, I, I noticed that you know you give you uh, give him like the uh, the cold shoulder a lot you know this attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, and, and I see it a lot. Uh, I speak it for myself personally. Um, me and my dad didn't have um, that close relationship because he was in the same situation. My dad was in high school when when you know when I was conceived. Right. So um, and I give him I give my dad that um, that same attitude. And um and if and I ask this if it wasn't for my mom we probably wouldn't have no relationship at all because at the end of the day I I still don't like the man and and um it's it's like uh, it's like sometimes you know when they say the older you get the sort of the mature you're supposed to get you know and wisdom supposed to come along and it's just like somebody just like they're just stuck in their particular ways like no matter how old they get it's gonna stay like that so I think that's why I personally have that kind of you know. Uh, you know that kind of relationship with my dad. So when I was watching it, and um, I was seeing the, you know, you play this role, you know, of how you know you might get to go, you know, so you, you treat him the way you treat him. I just said, oh, you know what? I see why, you know, because I was in the same situation. Right. So that's I, you know, I, I play a lot, when I watch certain TV shows, I play a close attention to the character. And, you know, kind of read into the character, you know, kind of what they're trying to show their viewers, you know, um, about certain scenes and, you know. So I I, um, I like that. But um, where, as far as that particular, um, did you experience that or your parents were always there as you grew up? Um, it's, it's wild because, like, my dad. I had such a um, I had such a present father. I still do, and I, I grew up in a. My my parents eventually got a divorce, but uh, when I was growing up, they uh, they raised us together. They got a divorce when I was like 22, so I was already out of the house. Um, so um, I didn't really have a a lot to pull from for my personal life, um, but just being in in the black community, it's so many. Um, unfortunately. When I was growing up, there was so many absent fathers. So I, um, 
I could understand like how my friends felt and just being, and even when my dad would um, like, I wouldn't see him for a couple of days because he would, you know, go on his, his guy's trip or whatever he would be doing. Um, I would really, you know, miss my dad. So I can only imagine a dad just not being there and all the things that he has taught me just about like, you know, just being a man, you know, or, or doing things like or teaching me how to change a tire or teaching me, he used to do underpending on trailers. And so like, I would go to work with him and, and do that. And like my, uh, I'm d- definitely not a handyman at this age. Cause I was like, nah, I'm, that's just not who I am. But he, he, he is still in me a lot of things, you know? So um, I can only imagine if I didn't have that, you know? And then I think for me though, I think what helped is that, um, help me to understand it is that I'm a, and, and even for Bernard, like I'm a father now, right? In, in season two, Bernard is a father. And, um, and in my it's real so life, nice. I'm a father. And so I realized you, you do the best you can. Like my, my parents did the best that they could for, for, you know, for what they knew. So they, all they knew, they did what was taught to them. You know what I mean? And so like, it's, it's really, I don't want to say it's really hard to fault them for doing what they knew, uh, but you only know what you know, you know. Um, so I think that, you know, me becoming a father and me me um, just getting older and maturing, understand that, understanding that life is just not as black and white as it may have seemed when I was a child. I so much gray areas, so much, like, perceptions of life is so different, and, and there's so many variables um, that are in it that it helped me to have a little bit more grace for uh, for absent fathers or for like you know a little bit to be a little bit more forgiving when it comes down to mending those relationships because I do I do feel like people just do the the best that they can and your best might not match my best but it, it was also the best that you could um, okay. and so I do feel like like even toward the end of season one with Bernard and, and Benny start to kind of, you know, they kind of had a, had a, a understanding in a way because a lot of it too was, I think that Bernard was struggling so much with his sexuality and you, you never really realize how much something weighs until you release it. And I think once he released all the baggage from himself, he could see it through a clear lens. You know, he could see his father through a clear lens. Um, and so I do think that eventually they will get, you know, on the other side of it. Just like, you know, in real life, you know, if you work on something long enough, uh, you'll get to the other side of it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, so you, you, you say you're a father of three, man. I mean, I mean that's, that must be, uh, it must be a tough job, man. But, you know, um, so it's a... Um, so a lot of work raising raising children. Um, I'm not that personally, but um, I'm such a great uncle, and I'm I'm ready I'm ready to give the job up. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, I I, I, I want to give it up every day. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's a tough job. Um, um I, for sure. Um, so my congratulations, man, on that, man, and getting this, you know, this role, man. I, I'm, 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 I'm still, I'm still watching, man. I'm still catching up, you know, doing, um, 
on radio and everything, man, it's kind of hard. But when on my downtime, I do um, go where I left off, man, and tune into the show, man. It's a great show, man. And the first time I actually seen it, I was on um, – I was just scamming through Netflix. I'm like, what well, Upshaw's? And I seen uh, Wands and Mike. I'm like, what is this about? And uh, right. I, I actually tuned in. I was like, I like this. And then when I heard you guys got picked up for 612, I, I called, um, I told my uh, talent coordinators, I said, man, let's get, let's get somebody on the show, man. Let's get one of them on the show. Yeah. Let's get one of them. And, um, yeah. and he was like, and Jay was like, Jamel would be great. He's like, let's mess with each other. Oh, I'm like, cool. Thank yes. Oh, um, man. <laughs> So, I'm glad um, that worked out, for sure. Brother. Appreciate you, man. Oh, um, sure, man. This is my pleasure. Um, but tell people, man, why they should um, watch this, this new season of The Upshaws, man. Uh, one, you should watch it because it's Mike, Kim, and Wanda. So that, that, that trio right there is, is a no-brainer. Uh, for two, you're going to laugh. And what we need in this world right now and all these tragic things happening – we need laughter. We need more laughter. We need more. We need to see a family love each other. We need to see more love and more laughter. And with the Upshaws, you're definitely going to get some raw talent, some love, and some laughter, which is good for the soul. So that's why you should watch season one and season two, part one on Netflix, the Upshaws, right now. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I don't want to give away too much spoilers, man, but I mean. Uh, if there is another season, man, you you may have a, a half brother from Nigeria, man, that uh, supposedly Mike was messing around. I'm, I'm gonna, I, I, they, if it's possible, I'm supposed to play the half brother, but we'll, we'll, I don't want to give away too much. Nothing is an ink yet, right. man. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's not get. I, I I thought I heard that though. I think I heard that. Uh, one of the writers I think told me that, so I was expecting it actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all. Sure. Be on the lookout, man. If I walk on the set, man, be on the lookout, man. But like Timothy, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. man, I'm not gonna um keep you mad. You are an amazing guy, man. Uh, must be stuck on you. everything, man. Um, if you want, man, if, if you want, you can give out your social media and your any shout outs or acknowledgments. Anyone, man, definitely, man, you're allowed to do that, man. Oh, for sure. Well, uh, my Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything is this Jamel Simon. So hit that up. Uh, I respond to DMs on Tuesdays. So, no. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. I appreciate you, man, for coming on, man. Um, uh, hopefully, man, we'll definitely uh, keep in touch with the show, man. Uh, we'll definitely invite you back on, you know, another time, man. Because um, we, we definitely, man, you're now a friend to the show, man. So we appreciate you, brother. Sure. Thank you. Again, my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. You'll be blessed, man. You too. To uh, Jermel mind for coming on the show. Make sure you guys watch the new season of Love Shots on Netflix. I love you so much. Stay up, stay strong. I'll be back on pretty soon to talk about the 15th anniversary of the show. Uh, if you missed today's show, you missed a lot. I love you so much. Stay up, stay strong. I'm up into a track right quick for Mr. Uh, uh, Chris Brown. And I love you. Stay up, stay strong. Peace. <laughs> mm-hmm.
take every second of this worth it Love how you do everything you do 